Hey guys, hope all is well. Before I start this podcast, I want to say do something that you like to do if you can every day. And these are stuff that makes you happy from within. A skill that you have, something that you like to do. Even if it means like sitting by water or um, like waking up to the morning sun, drawing something, uh, listening to music, um, soaking your feet in the sand, whatever it is, little things that make you happy, try to do at least one of that every day. Something that's close to nature. Okay, so I wanted to talk about... Jesus being the carpenter. Now, you know, when he came to this earth, right, he was very... The one thing that I relate or see in him is um, he was very humble. And so he was a carpenter. And I always wondered why God chose him or wanted his son to be a carpenter out of all the professions or or any you know so my thought and I thought about it and and something came to my mind today is number one a carpenter fixes fixes stuff builds stuff builds broken things and makes it into something that's wonderful and so in the same way I think so this is the way it relates to him is he came for us to heal whatever pain, whatever suffering that we had. So when we experience a broken heart, um, any sort of hurt, what he will do is basically change it or transform your heart and heal your heart. And um, you are transformed from within. It's not something where an outside circumstance, like, you know how people do stuff to numb their pain, Um, like external stuff, activities, um, whether that be alcohol, um, just, you know, parting it away, or uh, any influence. A lot of the times, people do that to forget, or they move on to the next person, thinking that they'll forget the pain or heal the pain. But you will notice a person has truly transformed when their heart changes. They're no longer the same person that they used to be. They become softer. So if they were cold, maybe they're softer. Maybe they're more open and maybe their guards are down. Uh, Pride is no longer in the way. Those barriers that were built for love are suddenly broken down. And that's how you know that someone is healing from the Almighty. And a love that heals them and a love that is sent from God to that person is the same kind of person that will heal their heart and not destroy it. Anything that is destructive is never from God. Um, You have to be able to know which storms in your life are there to shake up the old, to create the new, because the old was not not good for you. And you have to know the kind of storms where people come to the life and they cause utter chaos and bring chaos to your peace. That's the second storm. It's, that's all they do is they want to fight with you. They want to argue with you. Um, they're, they're at war with themselves. So they're going to be at war with you all the time. That's the second time of, of storm or person that you're going to meet. And so God, I think, came to heal. Heal our broken hearts was one of the reasons, right? And so 
building. I always think of in your life. You build your relationships. You build your friendships. Um, you build communities, and it builds. The God is a is a builder, and so any relationship that involves God in it is something where you're building and building and building. Which is why he says, uh, why he says kingdom marriages and why he has a kingdom is because he's building, he's building that. And so, when I think of carpenter, this is what I think of. And then another one is um, the nails. The nails that he used to build ultimately were the same nails that um, that they crucified him with. And um, that part is hard for me to understand because I always think, and I've always said this, is that the thing that you love the most will end up killing you in the end. Anyway, we're all going to die at the end. So might as well die for something that you have conviction and passion for versus dying for no cause or no fight. Then what are you living for, right? And so, yeah, so that's how I saw that part of it was that the same nails that they used to, that he used to build were the same nails that crucified him. So I don't know if you guys also remember... um, what was his name? He was this Australian guy, Crocodile Dundee, I remember. I don't know. He died years ago, and he died loving like loving what he um, wanted to do, what was his passion. And I think it was a... What was it that killed him? Uh, when I think of the name... Um, when I think of the name, I'll, I'll talk about it. But whatever he loved killed him, killed him at the end. Um, and <laughs> I always say that sometimes we die by something that we love the most. Because we're not mortal. We're immortal. And at one point, it will, it will happen. And so, um, what was the name of it? But anyway, what it is, it, 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 the, uh, it was some kind of fish underwater. I, I don't even know what, what it was. If I could remember. Let me just see if I can find it here. And it's almost like a sword from that fish seared right through him and killed him. Can you imagine? It was so gruesome. And so, um, give me one second. I think it was... Um, Steve Irwin was his name. Yeah, that was him. He was a zookeeper and a um, wildlife expert was what it was. And he he was born February 20th of 1962. Now, um, oh, there, there it is. It's a stingray. A stingray went straight. Oh, my God, this is crazy. The stingray injured straight to his heart. That was the cause of his death. So this is what I'm saying is when you love something so much, that's the very thing that will kill you at the end. So same when the Christ, the nails, that's what killed them at the end. And so there's nothing wrong with it. I, I just can't believe that it went straight to his heart. This, uh, oh my God. It's actually what he loved and it went straight to his heart. That's the physical and like metaphorical sort of uh, I'm saying. So... 
to live for nothing is a tragedy. To live for everyone else except yourself is also a tragedy. Meaning, living up to the expectations of other people. That's also a tragedy. tragedy. Uh, helping others along their way is, is the way. Um, uplifting people out of their misery, out of the darkness, out of whatever they're struggling. That's what we're meant to do. And so um, the reason why I wanted, I, I really wanted to talk about this. And so another reason why I wanted to talk, my mind just shifted from for a moment. Another reason why I wanted to talk about um, Jesus being the carpenter is he loved wood. He worked with wood, and all the crosses that we see now are made of wood. The necklace is wood. And so it's just amazing how stuff just ties in and reminds us of who he is. Um, and so another one is he used tools as a carpenter to build. Sometimes God gives us the tools that we need in our life. And he's like, here you go, there you go, and he gives it to you. It's up to you to look at those tools and say, hey, look, I have this in front of me and I can use it and build and make something of it. Or you can just look at it and just keep looking at it and not do anything and just not do it. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people who have a lot of skills or um, where God gives them an opportunity where they can build and grow and they just look at it, but they don't use it. They don't use it. So at the end of their life, they're wondering, okay, this happened. Life is unfair. No, no, no. Life is not unfair. You saw it, but it passed you by. He showed it to you. It's up to you to work for it and to use it. And the funny thing is when you're using the, the tools that he's given, like the, the, the tools that he's given you, whatever you're going to make out of it and whatever you're going to build out of it is going to be very fruitful to you. And that's what's going to be seen is the fruits of your labor is going to be seen through that. People who just talk, you won't even see their fruits of their labor. It's just talk, 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 talk. That's all it is. But um, I think that was the main thing that I wanted to bring out. Is when, he gave, when he was using tools as a carpenter, it's the same thing. He gives us the tools in life. I think this is why he had this profession was because you can build anything, basically, as long as God has given you the tools as well as another way of thinking about it. As long as, as, as long as God has given you the tools to do something, you can do anything. And that thing will bring a lot of abundance in the form of joy, in the form of peace, in the form of privilege. Like you have opportunities and connections and an abundant life. And so... I don't think people realize that because when we're born into this world, you're born to have an education, have money, have a house, get married to so-and-so. And so so, uh, it's all about objects and possessions. So, But it's never seen in this way of a life of abundance where it also has a lot of joy, a lot of peace, and your abundance is also the connections and the people that you meet and the um, the connections that you form throughout your life. And the joy and the happiness that uh, people bring to you and you bring to them and the memories that you build and make. And that's also abundance and you're there for them and they're there for you. And I always say that you know it is true and it is true love 
not when you are happy and dancing. It is when you are sad. When you are sad, when everything fades away, the only thing that you're going to hold on to or look at is love. The person who is standing next to you. The person who loves you. Um, because everything will fade away. And it's like a time of drought when you don't have nothing. And the only thing standing through it all is that. And so it's something to think about. There's so much to think about. When, 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 when Jesus came onto this earth, he... More and more I realized too is that he spoke in parables. He spoke in parables and a lot of people did not understand his message. Some did, but not everybody did. Those who understood it, um, understood. They didn't question it. The ones who questioned it uh, didn't believe, meaning that they didn't believe it and their heart didn't accept it. So they never accepted him is what it is. Um, Sometimes you'll see even a miracle before your eyes or healing before your eyes. And people will say, oh, it's because of this, 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 this. Or it's because of this. Oh, no, it's because of this. And people will make excuses and bring facts and deny it and disbelieve it and doubt it to the end. Okay, number one, avoid people like that because every blessing that will come into your life and that you see, they will discard it and tell you it's a zero. It has no value. So of so avoid these people who are the people who doubt doubt you and disbelieve everything good that comes into your life. They're not good people. They have negative energy is what it is. You want to be in a place of calm, peace, and and, and positivity. So, um, so uh, when so when he came, he performed a lot of miracles and healing, and a lot of people denied it. They said, who does he think he is? He thinks he's God. This is blasphemy. Blah, blah. So the same thing is going to happen. When he returns, people, people will not believe it because they'll think this person thinks he's God. Who does he think he is? Does he think he's better than us? That's what they're going to say. Who does he think he is to think that he's better than us? Does he think he knows more? This is exactly how it's going to be when he returns. There's going to be a certain number of people who will believe him, which is going to be a very small percentage, by the way. And there's going to be a ton of people who will disbelieve it, disregard it, ostracize it. And, um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But that's exactly what would happen. And this is the same way people will deny the blessings in your life. So, um... That and, you know, so parables, healing, miracles, and then um, him building. And another one is he came to teach us. He taught about, he taught about truth, light, love, um, compassion. How many people do you know that are compassionate? I'm not talking about pity. Pity is... Uh, um, it lowers you. I'm talking about compassion. How many people have you met that are compassionate? Just think about it for a moment. So you talk about compassion. Not a lot of people are compassionate. How many people can you be with that will make you feel comfortable with who you are without lowering your self-esteem, your self-worth? How many people? How many people will be okay with your greatness? How many people will be able to sit next to you and be okay and you elevating and doing better and being better and ascending 
and being closer to God. How many people will be happy with that? How many people will be happy with your spirituality? Just think about it. Not a lot. See, you have to be awake enough. And when you are alone, you will realize the world, I've said it, is, is, is there's a veil. There's a veil across people's eyes that they're not seeing. And so they surround themselves with people and there are places where he's not there. He's not present. You'll find God in the places that you least expect. And the places that you expect him to be, he's not there. It's very, like, mysterious. And those who know him will know it. It's a knowing. It's not backed up with facts. It's not backed up with anything. It's just an internal knowing. Either you will know it or you won't know it. And so, um, I'm going to leave it there. Take care.